I'm Alex. And I'm Erica. And welcome to Priestesses Prescribe. A self-discovery podcast based in mystical wellness. We came together as priestesses from different backgrounds and modalities with a common mission. To empower and support you on your intuitive journey. We'll aim to prepare you for the energies of the new and full moons every month while expanding on themes that will connect you with your highest self. The priestesses have written you the prescription. All you have to do is take it. Now, let's start our ritual. Hi, Erica. Hey, Alex. How are you? I'm doing really well. I really can't complain. Mm-hmm. I have a scarf uh, in weaved into my hair as a bun. Love that. And I think... That's all you need to know about my day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. It's whimsical, transitional fashion energy. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Piscean energy. Yeah. Whimsical, a, yeah. a whimsy, a scarf in the hair. Yeah. For love you at that. home, it's just a damn shame you can't see me. <laughs> just kidding. It looks good. I'm, I'm honestly, good. everybody's just bored in the house, bored in the house, bored, you know? <laughs> I wish I was bored in this house. I've been working all day, so I'm soaking up all the the stillness yeah. of the energy that you guys have going on over there. Totally. I miss those days. Yeah. They'll come back soon. Oh, yeah, <laughs> please. I mean, also, like I read, a, there was this quote I was reading the other day that creativity or creative people need time and space to sit around and do nothing. Ain't that the truth? Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I just came back from vacation and I think I need a vacation from my vacation. <laughs> it was me. Ma- it was amazing. It was beautiful. It was everything that I needed it to be. But would I say it was restful? Not so much. Yeah. So I'm already thinking about a way for me to find rest, but in stillness. And I think my, my definition of vacation is shifting for sure. Because right. it's not just about like going away and it's not even about like being lounging on the beach anymore it's like stillness that's the most important right an object at rest will stay at rest and an object in motion will stay in motion it's hard to get yourself to that place where you really are resting yeah yeah and i love that place i hate it here so i I can't (laughs) wait to retire or quit my job i'm like just counting down the days whenever that occurs (laughs) love i love my job but i love stillness more (laughs) <laughs> Look, I hear you. Oh, yeah. Over I'm yeah, and I'm like literally in that we're total opposites right now. Like I'm normally the go, 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 I like that. And I don't always love ah, that's not true. Love to fucking relax too. Yeah. So we we can totally switch places again. Like whenever you're ready, take it on, girl. Because <laughs> I'm I'm super over it. Yeah, I but we'll get there. Well, we'll get there. I mean, it's honestly there's a lot of these themes are happening with the moon in Pisces and the sun in Virgo. I think about mm-hmm. the differences between them being diametrical opposites to say, you know, what is that resting space that you're in, moon in Pisces? Where do you go when you need to relax or hide away or be private in any instance? And then, you know, that sun in Virgo is work, 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 you know, back to school, back to normalcy after uh, vacation time. It's thinking about how do we live in the space and find solace in our routines and the way that we work and show up to work. 
So it's interesting that we're just embodying two opposites. It's, it doesn't ever surprise me that we're doing that, but it's happening and it's happening because of this full moon. So really easy to just move into this astrologically. So on September 20th, the moon in Pisces will oppose the Virgo sun at 28 degrees each. And I want to talk about an earlier Pisces and Virgo opposition in September happened around September 3rd, which was Neptune in Pisces opposing Mars in Virgo. And that was right around the time that Texas passed the basically the abortion ban that said abortion is illegal after about six weeks of pregnancy. I'm sure you all know it. Many of you who listen are female assigned at birth. You may have been pregnant before. You may want to get pregnant in the future. You may have even had an abortion. So I think every woman can really relate to how outrageous this is. And even if you don't live in Texas, just how visceral this this feels and how confusing it feels because, you know, Neptune in Pisces is, you know, really concerned with the energy that surrounds all of us, but it's incredibly murky. It's really more about spirituality in a, a much, much broader sense, i.e. like what brings us all together. And that feels like church <laughs> and state feels like Mars and Virgo. It feels like action for action's sake. It feels like, you know, trying to make a decision on something that like makes no sense to make a decision on and it's super murky and it happened and passed in the middle of the night with no, without a peep from the Supreme Court. So it's just when I looked at that astrological transit as it was happening and I was like, oh my God, like it's so literal sometimes and it's also so convoluted and it likely will not hold. Look, I'm not a lawmaker. You all know that. Neither of us are. But when a decision like that is made in such a, I, I would say like a convoluted astrological structure, it, it it's on really shaky ground. It's like kind of grasping for straws, it feels like, trying to make a decision without having all of the information and trying to make a decision that will like get ahead or put up a boundary to like block something. And like obviously life and the beginning of life and when a soul enters in a body is not something that you can necessarily make a law around. And that's basically what was done. So without getting into like the politics of everything, I just bring that up because it's a similar opposition here. It's the same signs that are opposing each other, but the, these are the personal placements of sun in Virgo state and moon in Pisces church. So what is your separation of church and state? Where do you have calls that you would make at home and you would not make at work or vice versa? Are you making the same call regardless of where you are? Think about that opposition in your own life as it pertains to you personally and think about these concepts as they are true to you. That was great. And I love I loved the way that you weaved in 
just what's going on in the world. It's super important. And it's very much so connected to the tarot aspect of this full moon in Pisces. And the card that showed up is the nine of swords, which is all about anxiety, worry, fear, depression, nightmares, waking up to a nightmare or from a nightmare. And the night of the nine of swords just really shows a woman that's sitting on her bed with her hands on her head, right? Because she's appeared to be jolted awake from a terrible nightmare. So very much so in comparison to a lot of the women that are that woke up to the horrid news in Texas about the oppression that is literally being happened upon their bodies, upon their minds, upon their spirits, just like this woman in the tarot card. So the nine of swords really is just all about a darker energy, a negative side to the mind and something that's weighing heavy on the spirit. And we have to be very careful about our thoughts, our actions, what we are absorbing, the people who we are around, what we are consuming, especially when the nine of swords appears itself, because it really is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Anything that you touch, anything that you engage in, anything that you associate with or you think of in this time, it really has tremendous manifestation power. So just be mindful if you're thinking of worst case scenarios, if you're thinking about inadvertent negative consequences, this is really a wonderful time to recalibrate the mind. And also to remember that a lot of things that are being thought of are coming from the mind and you have the power to shift. You have the power to change, especially before it kicks into energetic action. So yeah, with the nine of swords, it is a really wonderful time to ask for help. So this is very much so in connection to our moon from last recording, where we spoke to you all about gathering your wellness team, getting your people together, knowing that we are entering a season that can be a little bit hectic. It might be a little bit complicated. There might be triggers or flashbacks of depression and anxiety and just an overwhelming time. This is the perfect opportunity to get your team together. This card is also echoing that. So one, if you've yet to gather your team, this is just a reminder to do so. And if you have gathered your team, just also thinking about, thinking about ways that you can ask for extra help. Because understanding that you don't have to do this alone, you can enlist support from others because the reality is for some of us, because of this time period, it can put us in a shadowy place and a darker mindset. And we just want to get ahead of that as much as possible. Because at the end of the day, we consistently know that light is at the end of the tunnel. And there's always a solution that is based in peace and love and abundance. But we just have to do a really great job of purging those negative thoughts or enlisting help and support from third parties to make sure that our wellness is at its most peaceful. And it also doesn't have to be, again, as serious as enlisting the help of like a therapist. You can also begin enlisting help in your career, in your relationships, reaching your health and wellness goals. So this just means so much more. And this depiction of this woman, this energy who's, you know, very much so in anxiety and her worry and her depression and her fear, it's more than meets the eye. 
So prepare yourself, prepare others, and never be afraid to ask for the help that you need. Beautifully put. And as always, pretty much exactly what we spoke about, which is crazy. I often think about the anxiety, like there's actually an influence I, I really like called It's Me Tinks. She goes by Tinks online and she personifies her anxiety and like talks to it like as if it's a living, breathing person. And I think it, I mean, she's making a joke of it, but really does have anxiety. And I think if you think about it as if it's like not actually you, that it's like a, you know, a part of your body, a part of your brain, a part of your person, but that you can separate it out from the scenario at hand and say like, what part of this situation is directly affecting me? What part of the situation am I adhering a lot of value to or not? Is that the truth? Like you said, self-fulfilling prophecy. Are you really going to fall down a mountain when you're hiking, Alex? <laughs> or is that, I mean, for me, it is actually like a true concern that I would break an ankle. But like, is that actually happening to you right now or what? You know, like I think a lot of the, a lot of the problem that anxiety is, is basically trying to gather all the information that you possibly can in order to know what's up ahead. But that's literally impossible to do, especially in our day and age and the world that we're living through. And that's probably why you stumbled maybe upon this podcast. Maybe it has something to do with your need to to gain information and feel like you do have a sense of preparation for energetics, which certainly this is a great way to be able to do that. But at the end of the day, we are casting and predicting in a way that we don't exactly know how it's going to fall down the pipe for you. And that's what that's where that mental preparedness comes in handy for your own sake to to have these tools like you mentioned Erica to to take yourself out of the initial shock of the situation out of the deep dark hole and and to remind yourself like what is real and true for me yes definitely and in reference to anxiety and like depression and the seasonal things that may come up during this time. One, I always want people to remember that anxiety is always in direct conflict with the positive sides of manifestation. It is literally impossible to manifest the abundance of life and be anxious at the same time or stressed at the same time because the in my opinion anyway the word that comes up that directly opposes anxiety is faith and if you have faith and you know that things are going to play out the way that they should if you know that the universe never makes any mistakes if you know that disappointment may never come to your energy field simply because rejection is God's protection, as they say, you will, there's nothing to really ever be anxious about. But it's hard to remember that in that moment, when we're trying to be in control of the situation, we're trying to manipulate what's going to happen, we're trying to be calculated about our circumstances or the circumstances of others. So just as like a small reminder, a small energy shift that you can make in this time when you are awaking to bad news or you just woke up from a terrible nightmare or you just can't sleep and you're in your brain and you're in your mind, give it to a higher power and know that 
and shifting that energy and shifting your perspective, you're really shifting the outcome of your life and the outcome of what this season can be. Fulfill the prophecy in an, in an abundant way. Don't fulfill the prophecy in a negative way. So just a little reminder. I love that. I never heard rejection is God's really? protection, but that makes a lot of okay. sense. Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay, I didn't, I didn't I coin that. <laughs> I think that's the tweetable moment from this yeah, episode. Yeah. Trust me, I did not come up with that. I wish I did. Definitely didn't. I mean, you wouldn't be sitting here with me if you did. That's for didn't, damn didn't sure. Didn't come up with that. Yeah. But it's a great, no, it's great. It's Gabby Bernstein has a similar quote that's obstacles are just detours in the right direction. That's the one I always yeah. talk about. Yeah, and what the thing about like, these moments when we're anxiety filled and we're and and also disclaimer we're not talking about like clinical anxiety we're not talking about clinical depression because what i never want to do is downplay the severity of the neurodiversity that some people may be experiencing but if it's something like seasonal anxiety or a situational depression right understand in hindsight when the cloud or that dark cloud passes and the storm clears, you're just like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Oh, it wasn't that serious. Oh, I made it through because I've made it through a thousand other things in life. So really like what we think that we're trying to control in the moment or what we're trying to manipulate in the moment is for our best interest. Always knowing that there is a greater plan out there and a more abundant plan at play, which is more perfect than anything that we could have conceptualized. It's a win-win. 100%. A really quick story to illustrate exactly what your prescript the prescription is. Eric and I actually were talking about this before we got on about having creative space. And that sometimes gives me like, I want that in my own practice, in my own business, but also that gives me anxiety because it means I'm not bringing in a certain amount of money per day that I've accounted for that gives me a certain amount per month that allows me to afford my life as I live it. But I have, of course, as you know, as we all do, a team on my side, Faith, and I've gotten so far almost to the day I've been in business for myself for a year all on my own. And it's been great. And my savings definitely came into to play there. But I also now make over a certain amount that I had been manifesting for for a long time. So it's still, it's still a worry of mine, even though I know and have faith and I've seen it come to fruition. It, it still makes me nervous when I don't see the books completely full or whatever the case may be. And so on, I think it was this past Friday, I was having that feeling looking at my bank account, looking at my P&L, looking at my bank account again, you know, you know, you all know how How that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. It's like, why are you doing this on your phone and your computer? Like you're on fucking chase. Uh, It's just was anyway. So I, I was like, knew I need to get yourself out of this mindset. It's okay. Everything's going to be fine. In my bank statement, I saw repeating sevens, which is my father-in-law giving me like a little like, hey, girl, what up? Calm down. And then I, as soon as I kind of like let it go, I would say an hour later, a regular client of mine emailed me and said, hey, I need to book three, I need to buy three gift cards from you, (laughs) which is like a huge package. And I was like, oh my God, isn't that crazy? When you let it go and you're like, I really do trust. 
And I, I wasn't putting – I wasn't like – because you do have to watch that if you're just doing it just in order to get yourself out of the moment versus just actually believing it. It allowed me to quell my anxiety for like, you know, until yeah. now, which is just crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. How it works. That's beautiful. And that's impo- – it's and also it's an important reminder, you know, like, again, in the hindsight, in the moment, it, it seems so complicated and it seems so crazy. And I also don't want to give off the perception that like, oh, like I don't have anxiety and I don't have to like, cause that's totally not it at all whatsoever. I'm sure I was stressing about something like right before we hit play on this <laughs> podcast <laughs> recording, but there is something, there is something about knowing that things will always work out always they will always work out even in like the most craziest of circumstances because they always do if 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 there is an abundant mindset now i again we're not going to do spiritual bypassing here and make believe you know with magical thinking that you know terrible things can happen and when it rains it does pour at times but again there's always an energetic power that we have to shift to shift like alex seeing the signs seeing the sevens reading the omens and taking the omens when they come to you okay that was a reminder from my tribe (gasps) okay deep breath deep sigh of relief okay i'm gonna shift now and allow for this to happen but imagine if you were freaking out and because you were freaking out you did not see the seven because and then you did not receive and then you didn't have that deep sigh of relief you could get caught in this vicious mental nine of swords trap so again there's power we have agency we don't want to complete this idea of magical thinking even though we are a magical podcasts but also understanding that there we do have power in this too. And the power is in the mind. Absolutely. And when we talk about manifestation too, I think it's really important to know, and I'm sure you all know this, but we're not manifesting like super frivolous things here. Like we're manifesting like living in our soul purpose and being with partners that we love. And and these are universal concepts. And I, I do think about the nine of swords as you know, maybe a little reminder too of like, am I off that alignment? You know, am I feeling this crazy, this thing, this anxious because I'm not living in the alignment that I know is actually right for me, or I'm a little bit concerned with things that are very material in nature or something I can't change or control. So I just agreeing with you, Erica, but I think it's when we say, yeah, magic and mysticism, those words hold real weight for us and we just don't take them lightly or frivolously definitely definitely i love i love this just so i'm clear on the prescription what is it (laughs) 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 i'm like oh great we said such profound wisdom we we told people to do a lot of different things exactly just so that it's practical let's take a few steps back and (laughs) give step by step yeah well (sighs) I think I think it's catching yourself in those moments. Like if, you know, the prescription for this yeah. is maybe to wait. If a full moon energy, you're going to have intensity somewhere in your yeah. life. You'll see where it where it happens, but I would say wait till that emotional whack-a-mole comes up to greet you cuz it will and employ this type of reasoning or thinking which is taking yourself out of the anxiety, reminding yourself that it will I'll be okay in the end. And if it's not okay right now, then it's not the end. 
Love that. And an additional piece just to make sure that we are creating vulnerability during this time because it's super important. And then also creating community during this time because it's super important. We need each other now more than ever, especially with the ways of the world, with uh, we're not going to list all the troubles that this world is going through because, again, there's no reason to depress us even more. But be okay <laughs> with asking someone for help during this full moon. And especially if you're not that kind of a person, right? Like if you're the Miss Independent, love that. Love that you're a boss chick and you can do it all on your own. Amazing. But life is not meant to be an isolated experience. And because we know because of the tarot and the transits of this full moon and Pisces, because of your amazing butterfly mentors, that something is going to come up. And knowing that it shall come up, just being prepared to consistently ask for what you need. So don't be afraid. And even if it's something super tiny, like I need some fabulous chapstick right now because it's where, you know, it's about to get colder and my lips get chapped in winter and in fall. So if anybody wants to send me some chapstick, feel free to do so <laughs> because I'm probably going to need it very soon. Something small or something big like, hey, I need a girl chat because um, life feels a little crazy right now. And although I know I never really reach out in that way and I'm like the strong friend, I'm, I'm not the strong friend. I'm speaking like as if I'm somebody else because I'm the strong friend and I know that I'm always really here for you. Do you mind taking a second to be here for me? You know, so big or small, do what you have to do and ask for what you need. I love that. Yeah. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength, actually. Definitely. I will also put a reminder here that this month, September, is Suicide Prevention Month. And so asking for help and having anxiety are, you know, if they are symptoms of a much larger root or a rut for you or a feeling of just prolonged nine of swords, please know that there are resources available to you to help you through that process and know that leaving is not the answer. Yeah. Yeah. And with you saying that, I think now the, the prescription, the transits, the cosmos and the tarot just took on a completely different perspective. So definitely if you're in need of support and if you're in need of wellness, love, please get what you need. Because like Alex said, leaving is not the answer. And, and I think just the tweetable moments from this episode are also really helpful to think about in those if you are ever in a position of dire straits. Rejection is God's protection and it'll all be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. Yeah. We love you all, truly. We love you yeah. so much. Thank you for being here and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.